1: Castology.
0: This is Castology and I'm one of your castologists Zane C Weber here with all of my fellow castologists to my right
2: Liz Best
0: and across the desk from me Nick bleaker we're oh, in a we
2: shiny new studio. Yeah,
0: literally the first podcast I've recorded in this business. <gasps> hey, Let's go. Yeah. Holy it's, shit.
2: It's slightly jarring because there's not enough room for me to sit where I normally sit, which is That's head true. of the table, bitches, so that I can eyeball yes. both people. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sitting next to Zane, and I can sort of still... It's it's the same configuration, but I'm at like slightly discombobulating angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, like you, a
1: forest of microphones in front of me In right between now. us. I'm like, Liz <laughs> is kind of like looking at me like... Yeah, whoa, dodging whoa, left whoa. and right. Like, you can't brace yourself at the table and... <laughs> I can still
2: you fucking wait, bitches.
0: <laughs>
2: I will brace myself if the mood arises. <laughs> I'm well. I'm a bit tired, but you know, life goes on.
0: Life Life just is keeps fucking happening.
2: exhausting at it's the moment.
0: Happening.
2: Shit keeps happening all the time and it's really hard.
0: And so we will apologize right now for the late uh, release of this episode um,
2: Literally we tried to get it out did. on time we But did. not only did schedules mess up And then I'm pretty sure there was some weather events And then
1: The, the building, the just building had didn't have power The
2: building didn't have power Some construction guy did something The roof collapsed at one point mm-hmm. Like
1: Oh, that's right, you I do too. Oh, and yeah. that's why I'm in the new space. And I mean, that's why we're in damage. the new
2: space. Uh, uh, but, yeah. yeah,
1: and the new space is fucking dope. <laughs> so we cool. literally
2: did fight hell and high water.
1: <laughs> we actually we did.
0: Like- <laughs>
2: to get this podcast to you late.
0: Just to bring you these recommendations.
2: I hope they're worth it. <laughs> I really hope they're worth it after we've hyped them that much.
0: Well, let's see. I would like to hear from. Actually, I'm going to start with my recommendation this week Uh-huh-huh. because it's a true crime recommendation. Uh-huh-huh. This is huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm recommending The Doodler. Um, now, Sorry. yeah. Okay. Yep. So
2: I don't know. In in the US. Does doodle mean the same thing that it does here?
0: <laughs> yes. I imagine it does. Both ways? Because, like, <laughs> in
2: Australia, like, I've got young nephews, and we, like, their genitalia we call their doodle. Their
1: doodle. The yeah. doodle. Yeah. And so when I hear the doodler,
2: I know it's not about that. Well, it kind of is. But it kind of is. Okay. Okay. And,
0: and honestly, I think that's part of the reason why. Okay, so The Doodler is about a serial killer that has basically been underreported, reported under-investigated. Uh, basically, there was investigation that got cancelled. It was a, technically a cold case, but it's just kind of been reinvigorated um, because it was happening primarily in the gay community um, oh of course
2: because okay. that just completely what when was this
0: this is in the 1970s oh okay mid-1970s. so of
2: course no one gives two shits about the gay community in the 1970s yeah. so
0: san francisco um and but again like this was the time around the time of like the zodiac killer and the unabomber and the golden state killer. oh my
2: god so like the the unholy <laughs> trinity of yeah. the, and the worst the thing, killers like, ever <laughs>
0: The, all the cool serial killer names and then you've got
1: the, the doodler. Do
0: you um, know
2: what though? I've long thought that we need to stop giving them cool serial
1: killer right. names and yeah. just
2: be like, there was a meme that was like, we need to stop calling them cool names and call them like Bobby the dipshit murderer. Yeah, like, was, like, oh, that's great. <laughs>
0: Bobby the dipshit or just, <laughs> murderer. Or just like small dick stabby man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No more cool serial killer names. You've got to make them feel terrible about it.
0: Um, <laughs> the yeah. doodler. And so yeah, this basically is a reinvestigation or a a, a podcast about the reinvigorated investigation into this serial killer uh whose thing was he would go to gay clubs cruise for for, for guys and he would draw them um on on a napkin and then go off and kill that's them that's fucking what creepy the yeah. Fuck? uh yeah so that that's basically so,
2: like leaving evidence of the drawings being like haha here's Wait, who I killed
0: was, no well, so, it wasn't like Taunting people It was like Oh I drew you um, And now I kill and you And now, I I now you. I'm gonna Take you home And you will die
2: Shit someone needs to Make a movie Out of that It's It's That's... not
0: And it's It's an interesting story Then, um, so Again I think th- th- one of the main points of the, the podcast is like, it didn't get the investigation that it deserved because it was happening primarily in the gay community. Mm.
2: And amongst the worst of the worst yeah. serial killers yeah. of all time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. It it's, um,
2: the cover art is, is quite terrifying. <laughs> just yeah. You know, I did wonder down. when I looked like at the car, I was like, what the it's fuck? It's a little bit, um, holy fuck. That's haunting.
0: <laughs> um, I haven't listened to all of it yet. I'm just working my way through. Um, I'm trying my best not to binge any podcasts at the moment. Mm. Um, Why? Just because I find myself binging a lot of media. And yeah. so I'm just trying to just Everything
2: to in moderation, Nick. It's it's more than
0: I'm point. trying to experiment with what it is to not do it that way and just see whether I prefer it that way or not.
2: I mm. think I need to do that with TV i like, oh, my God, I'm not going to watch a movie. That goes for two and a half hours. But sure, (laughs) eight hours hours of this one TV show, that's fine.
0: Speaking of, the Batman did not need to be that long. It absolutely did not. I do agree with that.
1: I will fight anyone. Oh, my
2: God.
0: Um, But, (laughs) yeah, so, yeah, that's basically just... I'm just... Because I... Binge things because it's easier to consume them that way. Not mm. necessarily that it's better. I have to impulse them control that issues. That's why I <laughs> binge. Um, so the, yeah, that's why I'm trying to do that. But yeah, so the doodler is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle, Ugly Duckling Films, and Neon Hum Media. So hmm. I'm not sure what the films. Maybe they're using the, the sound or what have you. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they're looking at doing something. But they also on just in their episode notes and whenever they have like do you have a tip contact this number um and that sort of thing because it is kind love of love that investigation. i love
2: that when it's you know like a live investigation mm. on a podcast especially when they come up with like like with teacher's pet with the was it sydney morning herald yeah, where they were yeah. coming up with things while the podcast yeah. was airing and it's so exciting to feel like you're a part of that yeah if you even though you did nothing but said, I said that in my head (laughs) on the couch while I was listening.
0: Uh, Yeah, see, it's It's even more of a vindication when you have to take your podcast down so that the jury isn't... Yes. Yeah. That's oh, when that's you've what made it. I about that. I <laughs> about that. But yeah, so that's uh, the doodler.
2: Can I go next because mine's fake crime?
0: You can go next. Yours is
2: true crime and mine's fake yeah. crime. Um, so I am recommending a podcast called Motel Evil written by Casey Wayland. Um, now, this is an Audible original. I do apologise for recommending two Audible originals back to back, but I kind of went on a bit of a a, a binge because impulse control issue. <laughs> um, and this one appealed to me because it's very audio book um, kind of in vibe, but it's, the the program format is listed as Theatre for the Mind and I guess that's a yeah, nice way of fun. saying radio play. I enjoy that slightly more.
0: Theatre for the Mind I think is a gaming term, like a tabletop yeah. RPG gaming term. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah mm. but
2: I like it. But anyway, what it's about is that there's this kind of um, motel in Alaska in a really remote part where the sun doesn't come up for like 65 days of the year. Like yeah, where the empires is, live. It's just down forever. Um, and two murders occur in the same hotel room exactly 10 years apart. And so when the second one happens... All of the, um, and then on the next anniversary, so this would be the third one, someone else in the room suffers the same fate, and everybody in the hotel is quarantined, not quarantined, what do you call it? Lockdown. Like locked Lockdown. down. Yeah, it was yeah. like sequestered. I don't know, sort of. <laughs> um, they're basically, yeah, the police are like, don't go anywhere or else. Um, and they're all trying to survive the night plus find out who the killer is and cool. why. Um, so yeah, it's the, the Rockyville Motel murderer
0: is it real-time and serious? So is there the are some flashbacks
2: and forwards okay. at the start, but other than that, yes, it is serious and kind of unfolding in real-time. So it's very and then there were none kind of
0: right. style yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: of... I mean, I'm not saying that everyone gets bumped off because they definitely don't, but it's one of those, I couldn't have done it, I was here, he couldn't have done it, he was there. Right. Like Almost um, Cluedo-esque. Yeah, very yeah. Cluedo-esque. Um, and I really enjoyed a lot of the performances in this particular one cool. as, as well. And it's uh, six parts... Um, And yeah, I just really got into it when I was driving back from the Gold Coast late at night. It's one of those like late night (laughs) spooky drivey podcasts where I'm definitely not going to crash my car when I hear all these murders. (laughs) Definitely not. So yes, Motel Evil, Audible original. You do need to sign up, so it's free for two months. Um, so you can you can sign up for a free account for two months to try it out. But basically, once you sign up to Audible for your whatever per month, you also have access to all of their podcasts for free, as yeah, well so you as don't getting have your have to audiobook.
0: Buy it, no, you just mm. you just have to be an audio an Audible member to to mm. access. Or you can it.
2: wait a couple of years yeah. and they'll probably yeah. release it's it.
1: It's like Luminary, but worth it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some of Luminary's Luminary's wouldn't.
1: honestly. Like, like, uh, Luminary
0: had a lot of great content, yeah. and then they but,
2: paywalled it, and it.
0: But that's the thing, that it doesn't work yet. No, no, the, the, yeah, they
2: haven't figured out how to yeah. make that work anyway. Yes, Motel Evil, Casey Wayland,
0: get on it. All right, well, let's go to Nick with a podcast that's close to my heart. Well,
1: yes, it is. Zane, this one <laughs> came from one of your uh, mini sodes it's called Artbreaker. And when I look this up, I for me, this is where we talk about on one of the minis how important podcast art is. capturing a listener Mm -hmm. reading a book by its cover a podcast art by its podcast um this show is really not what i would ordinarily recommend but essentially what it is it really is a discussion of the the, a discussion of the intersectionality of creative arts and the climate crises i think is a nice way to put it that's a
2: very verbose way to put um, it i enjoyed that thank
1: you um (laughs) i've been learning words (laughs) um (laughs) but it's i found this a really fascinating show because it does it doesn't feel like a, doesn't feel like an activist sort of show. It doesn't come across as that. It very much is finding people in the local area, and I'm fairly sure like the majority of people that are on this show are from like the Melbourne or Greater Melbourne area. Uh, from, like I have, yes, yeah. def-
0: definitely Victoria, but there it is kind of Australia, New Zealand. I think yeah. there is some Sydney and Queensland and New Zealand people as well. Yeah. yeah,
1: so it is locally produced, which I really really liked. But the artists that have come on. The, the whole purpose of them show, showing up onto the show is to like how their art is informed by what's going on in the world in terms of like climate crisis. Mm. There's some really interesting discussions here. I think in the second episode, there's um, uh, this lady, Jen Ray, she talks about how she has like this sort of exhibit where people come into a bunker and explore like food security and what like what is happening with food as the planet gets warmer and warmer. Um, and there's a really, really interesting episode, which does get a little bit, nuts and boltsy um from this dude called uh pusher or put up uh, and he talks about like how he blends his idea of nature into um modular synthesis which is basically sound design. Mm. Um, and I th- found that really quite fascinating because I've literally never heard anyone talk about modular synthesis on a podcast. I've and never I, heard I the like,
2: words modular synthesis <laughs> yeah, put together. This is the
1: most verbose I've ever been on the show. You oh are sounding
2: so smart um, today.
1: But for me, it really quite resonated because it is like a creative arts, And like this is, I may not identify with a couple of things on this, but it's interesting seeing how many people are starting to inform their work creatively with what's going on around the world and sort of the, the wider picture um, I will stress that the show doesn't really explain like it's premise it just if you start you yeah, just start Yeah. and I did find that a little bit jarring because I was kind of like it'd be cool to get an idea of what that is but then again if you is, want to
2: binge a podcast hearing them explain what it is every single fucking time it's no, really tiring I don't mean
1: that as a like you need to front every episode with an explanation I feel like just having like a trailer or just as a hey this is artbreaker, blah 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 but that's yeah. just me oh, right. because I so feel like so they don't introduce the
2: hosts.
0: No, definitely um, what I would call underproduced. Right. Um, yes. it, it relies on its content. It is a content first thing, mm. and yeah. So I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because um, it's part of the climactic, climactic. network. Yeah. Um, Have you recommended something
2: collective. from? There uh, well, before? see, I
0: recommended Artbreaker. Breaker, um, and Mark right. Spencer, who created the Climactic Network, is a is a is a. Uh, He's a close colleague of mine I guess we couldn't call friends Because we've never actually met in person
2: Yeah, but I'm sure that you recommended a podcast That we actually reviewed from that network Did you not? Um... Was it?
0: Uh, I could have. They like, do. They have a lot of science on like there. The- Red, Red Line is produced by Mark Spencer, but right. is, I don't believe is part of the Climactic Network. Right. Network.
2: Just had a really big sense of deja vu when you said that. <laughs> I was like, oh, we've done this before. No, my yeah. brain's just. Climactic broken, everyone. has
0: a lot of great podcasts you should go check out. Yeah, and was I would it say- feeling
1: the change? Maybe not. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I'm I just going on their so. like website, but that's yeah. fine. But yeah, it's called Artbreaker. I found it incredibly interesting. If you're especially interested in the creative arts and the intersectionality of that and the climate crisis, this thing, bang on.
0: The, cool. other, the other thing to note about Artbreaker is it doesn't have a consistent... Release no, schedule. It no, is when, when they when they have access to guests is when they will release episodes. Yep, yep. So yeah.
2: As a creator, I respect that because <laughs> God damn, it is hard to release regularly sometimes. <laughs> especially,
0: especially like hurting creative people is. Yeah, difficult. look. One even,
2: of the worst things. Even non-creative people booking guests for a podcast yep. is is my least favorite job. I love it when I get a good one, but when I'm scrambling, ah, oh, it's
0: the worst all right well those are our three so uh let's move on to the uh reviews of what we recommended last week so last week we didn't have a a theme similar to this week uh, I would like to hear, well, let's get it out of the way. Let, let's just deal with Witnessed Borderlands.
2: Let's back. deal with that, shall we? <laughs> now, Nick, give yep. us a little rundown on um, both what the podcast is and what the circumstances were that came, <laughs> that, that br- you brought this podcast to us. Frith. Okay,
1: so the circumstances of me recommending Witness Borderlands, which I have listened to. Um, now? Now. Uh, the circumstances of which this story unfolds is that I put it on the list so far down ages ago Because I saw it and I liked the podcast art And I was like, yep, sick And then we got to recording how It was like a month ago now And uh, I didn't listen to it um, <laughs> So <laughs>
2: And literally he's like, oh shit While we were in the recording room yeah. Realising that we had to do the episode of a podcast That he had not yet listened to
1: Yes, um, and then obviously I will
0: say, <laughs> you're not the first person to do that Old Patrick had al- already done that, yeah. See, that's probably yeah, the most offensive thing you've ever I mean, said to me.
2: I that's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean... I was just about to be more offensive, so I'm oh, glad no, I stopped no, that. Go,
2: go. I was just going to say, well, that's why we hired you to replace. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to fill that particular niche in our podcast of the Slack one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> anyway... Um, Witness Borderlands is a true crime slash. I, do, I don't know if you call it true crime, like true crime mixed true drugs, whatever you want to. Drugs are crime. I think
0: it's crime, but it is more memoir esque. Yeah, I would yeah. Say. true memoir. It's
2: not like investigative journalism. No, no, it's, it's definitely like a true crime like a- recap,
0: ish. It's definitely, like, the story of the individual rather than, like, here's what they did and yeah. here's the yeah. results of that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but essentially what this is is Rob D'Amico, who is the host of the show. So Witness, full disclosure, Witness is, like, the series and Borderlands is, like, the, mm. the story of that series. colon Borderlands. Borderlands. Um, but it investigates um, the smuggle Robert Chambers and the sheriff Rick Thompson who exists out in this place called Presidio County. Um, I don't know how counties work in the United States. United States listeners... Please actually let us know. I would love to know. I don't understand what sure. county means. They were very this,
0: similar to like how we have local Like Brisbane councils. City Council. Like local council, oh. yeah. Oh, that so, that makes sense. so we have like Brisbane, Brisbane and Logan. And oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, Presidio County sounds way better than Brisbane City Council, <laughs> but that's a solid yeah. point. Um, <laughs> but it, what, this, uh, what the show investigates is how these two basically are busted with this tank of drugs, not even a tank, but this carriage of drugs mm. um, and how it affects the sort of small – it's like the small – Town or county of Presidio County. Shockwaves
2: go through the small country town. Um, But how
1: that also feeds into the wider question of the war on drugs back um, in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and even now, which seems to be pretty pointless. What did you think?
2: How much did you listen
1: to Uh, I listened to like the first three episodes and then I skipped to the end.
2: Did you? Now, uh, I'm interested in this, if this was a me problem or if this is a podcast problem. Was the editing real bad and looped questions sometimes for you guys? Because there were a few episodes where they repeated things. And I, I was I like...
1: Don't
0: like repeated actual like
2: audio? Like actual repeated audio. So I couldn't figure Maybe. out if it was just the glitching or I, if they just repeated bits audio. I thought it was a glitch because it happened to me.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a glitch. I think okay, it's an editing thing. Then,
0: yeah. In my head, I, I was like, oh, they're making the same point three times with three different people. Like you using... And in, in a statement by one person to say the same thing as... There a was actually
2: some times where the audio was a direct loop.
0: That I might I might have just given them the benefit of the doubt. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, well, I, I'm glad yeah. that that happened for
2: everyone because I thought it was a glitch and I wanted to bring it up, being like, I think my podcast, but if it happened to everyone, then I'd say that's really okay. lazy. Yeah, aud- for ed- for me,
1: I thought it was just pocket cast being fucking shit. No, it and happened so, on Apple Podcasts. Okay. all right, cool. Yeah. All right, anyway, sorry. And I um, listened
0: on Spotify.
2: Yeah, so, look, um, the storyline is interesting enough, I guess, (laughs) if there's nothing else to do, Um, but editing when you're doing a podcast like this effective and by editing i don't just mean putting audio clips together but Mm. i mean self-editing and figuring what to cut out is as important as figuring out what to put in That was
0: my biggest problem with it as well like overall like this isn't a story that i would usually jump into Mm. i mean
2: hell i don't mind hearing about a drug cartel or two but this one
0: yeah i i found that they were treading water a lot and just like uh to be fair, like, my, it happened mostly in the first episode for me when they were talking about, like, the history of how he grew up and how there were drugs around and what have you. I'm like, okay, I don't need to hear from three different girlfriends about the fact that he was involved with drugs and again. Yeah, like, yeah. You,
2: you, you, you figure out who best makes your point and yeah. you put that forward. You don't, you know...
0: Taking it's... 20 minutes to say something that could be done in a one-minute... Yeah. yeah, I think it does yeah.
1: suffer a little bit from... Netflix uh, Netflixification in that you have those docu-series that would be great as a four-parter, but instead Netflix is like, do 10. And you're like, why the fuck have I got four episodes of filler? And I think the thing that kind of stuck with me with this in a positive sense is that there is quite a cast of characters that inhabit Presidio County.
2: Super colourful in terms of the characters, but yeah, like... I guess when podcasts like this come out I just wish someone had either storyboarded it or written like dot points on what mm. the point you're making is cuz as a like as a writer when I write something I will Go and reread it, and if I've made the same point twice with different evidence, you've got to figure out which evidence is stronger and pull one of them out. You have to, like, yes, you've done all these interviews and you did a lot of hard work and well done, you pat on the back. But if it's if if you're repeating yourself, and then also combined with literally looping audio, yeah,
1: yeah, it's too much. <laughs> it's interesting because like when I look back on it, I think I, I think I recommended another Campside Media podcast. We've
2: recorded. We've recommended we've a couple it of Campsites. I think it was, um,
1: Oh shit! I can't remember, but it just didn't hit the mark. And I think that's—it's interesting when I've I'm starting to see like a pattern with campsite in that they seem to have like a pretty like it looks good, but it is a bit flavorless.
2: A lot of their concepts I find were really good. Um, campsite, I think, chameleon, did, chameleon, chameleon, yeah. That's right, so season chameleon. one, excellent. Right. Season two,
1: hard dip. <laughs> Um, yeah.
2: apparently someone did write in um to the Castology Instagram uh inbox and tell me that season three is actually quite good. Of, of, chame- of, chameleon. of chameleon. Oh okay, cool. Yeah, so just FYI by while we're talking about them.
0: <laughs> it's cool. um that's the thing. Like I there's nothing I dislike about this podcast necessarily. Yeah. It just didn't grab me. Um and yeah, the the that's the thing. The editing both the audio quality was fine, but the editing, the audio editing and the scripting, and, is, yeah, the is, scripting was was yeah. less something to be desired. I,
1: I just legitimately thought it was pocket cast shit. Yeah, so, no. I was, well, yeah, I, like you said, if it's happened across the board, then
2: yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I mean, that's why I wanted to ask. Yeah. Um. Quality. Control yeah, like, like it's not. It's not bad, and like I fucking loved the first season of Chameleon. Like honestly, I binged the hell out of it. Um. But and yeah. that's the thing.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure that there's not the, the exact same people working on every podcast. No. And the, I guess the Netflixification of these kinds of podcasts. It's rampant across the entire industry. So, like it's. But I think this is an example of like you need to say what you need to say and no more. Yeah. Because I don't. I if I if I feel like I can skip ten minutes ahead and not miss anything.
2: That's a problem. That's yeah. a problem.
0: Yeah. because I, w- I won't keep listening yeah, yeah yeah all right that's enough about that what have we learned <laughs>
1: Nick <laughs> always listen to your podcast yes. kids.
0: <laughs> uh, let's talk to about my recommendation which I am anticipating was not a huge uh, a huge success but who knows uh, I recommended time suck uh, now so time suck <laughs> is a super long form. <laughs> <Suck. laughs> Super long-form, interesting topic podcast. Uh, I called it A Little Bro-y. It's hosted by Dan Cummins and it's a solo. He's talking to himself, trying and kind of examining things as they go along. What did you think?
2: Didn't hate it. Okay. Um, So the the things that I liked about it is that they were interesting and varied topics. I listened to an episode on Betty White that I loved. Um, I didn't mind the length except when you're doing a particular topic there were so many tangents that would go on for about 10 or 15 minutes of something that didn't actually have anything to do with the topic I don't Mm. mind if you want to talk for two hours about a topic that I'm interested in but if you're bait and switching me go fuck yourself (laughs) however the two episodes that I listened to Betty White and something else I don't remember it was so long Um, (laughs) I I quite enjoyed other than the tangents I found it it's it's fun It's like if you It's one of those ones Where you browse through And you go I want to know about that thing Go That's
0: kind of what got me into it Because it wasn't It's It's not a Zane Dry podcast No It's no. In, in fact no. The exact opposite in, this, in the sense that it will go on a tangent Yeah And not focus on the topic Yeah Yeah so much what but like oh.
2: sorry just <laughs> interrupting but like you know like it, i loved what everything everywhere because that's the same yeah. kind of mm. but it's snacky super, super, super snack short. size yeah. whereas you know like just rein a couple of your tangents in and this could be like a, a firm thumbs up
0: honestly for me. two and a half hours is an effort yeah it is like, can you imagine sitting and doing two and a half hours of just talking about a, a topic i, I mean, a probably could actually
2: how many hours do we record back to back episodes three. for <laughs> <laughs> but not about
0: one podcast no it's oh, true fair, yeah, fair we point, do go on, on
2: tangents about other podcasts too we do too. a lot um yeah 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 it was it was it was okay. i didn't hate it
0: that's a more positive response yeah. than i was expecting from you It's
1: just like reminded me of like if mark maron did <laughs> yeah.
0: like it's definitely in, like, the, in the in that vein
1: i Again, I didn't hate it. I'm very surprised that it resonated with you, though, Zane. It's like how um, Mark Maron um, delivers this, whatever his fucking name is. Dan, remember. Dan Cummins. There we go. Same one. <laughs> <laughs> Close. They're um, the same picture. It's like super accessible and I really like that. But sometimes I always, I felt like that he was like, he's kind of like me in that you talk, sometimes you talk too fast for your brain. And so he, there was like some weird sort of flubs in that, it, oh, with, it this with was the,
2: the podcast. This was the podcast where he'd literally tell a fucking lie about something, and then five minutes after he started talking about it, go, "Oh no, that's I made that part up." Yeah, and. I I forgot about that. Like he'd literally be like, and then some gangster. fact-checked by
0: the producer as he's recording. Yeah, he's like, and then then
2: some gangster came and knocked on Betty White's door and was like, give me all your money. And she was like, I'm not going to do that and punched him in the face except for that never happened. And I just, anyway, let's continue. Like, I was like,
1: because
2: there was a couple of times I was like, oh my God, that's so interesting. Oh, you lied. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And and, and I do, like I I like the delivery of it and it is, I was going to say, it is thoroughly like, Talked about. I, th- I don't think you can say research because obviously there are those <laughs> moments that. But in terms of accessibility, I, you know, I, I don't mind it. I think I'm I'm in the same sort of avenue as losing that. If you cut out, it's like Batman, right? You could cut yeah. out like you should cut out half an hour, if not forty five. minutes I could of that have quite movie. easily
2: slashed forty five minutes in yeah. that film. Yeah,
1: I woke out going like, like an
0: hour less. I like, it's yeah. like
1: why why is Batman fighting four chan Beside the point, yeah. we'll move on. Um, <laughs> for, again, I don't I don't hate it. I don't know if it was bro-y, I just think the presentation of it is is just a little bit like not not as zany. At least as the I episodes
2: thought. that I listened to. Were yeah, too. I like, mean, how can you be bro-y fair. when you're talking about Betty White? Yeah,
0: well, yeah. Like when I say bro-y, it just felt it felt like it was almost on the. It felt like he was holding back from locker room talk. Oh, but he had the right. impulse to go there, but he didn't. Yeah, and so that's kind of the vibe I got. So I just want to prepare everyone. Yeah, look,
2: um, I appreciate the heads up because surprise, broiness is my least favorite kind of broiness. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, it, again, pleasantly surprised. No, bro, not as bro-y If not, I wouldn't even say it's bro-y Really, no. I yeah. just think Dan Cummins or whatever his name is. is that Dan right? Cummins. Oh, yeah. yeah, got it right. He um, likes the sound of his own. He does. Voice he does. I think, and and that that's where he starts flubbing. Like, and again, I'm fine with like with that, but in terms of how it's presented it feels like it is presented in that he's showing off, like he's talking about yeah. some sometimes quite serious topics and he like flubs lines and like re- like like rewinds and all that sort of stuff and i was just kind of like oh this is a little bit weird in that He's kind of excited about talking about the subject, but almost too excited talking about the subject.
2: But it's also like, yeah, he's telling jokes that we can't tell that they're jokes because we can't see his facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he walks them back and I'm like, I'm and so confused. And <laughs> I, I think
0: he has his own language that if you're listening to it and you're a fan of it, you, you buy into and you, you get I it. I felt really yeah. tricked a yeah. couple of times. I was like, that
2: is so interesting. Oh, it's not real.
0: Um, um, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, I... I don't listen to this all the time, but it is a, it's is—it's a good background noise podcast for me.
1: Yeah, um, oh, I think it's perfect for that. Yeah. For sure. Um,
0: all right. Well, let's move on to the final one, which was Liz's recommendation, another Audible uh, exclusive.
2: Not paid by Audible, but should be. Um, I don't know why I'm hesitant that you guys might not have liked this, but about 20 seconds ago, I was like, oh, maybe they didn't like it. <laughs> um, so this is Escape from Virtual Island. Um, it's a... Comedy adventure podcast um, Starring Paul Rudd Written by John Lutz of Saturday Night Live um, And produced by Broadway Video Who also produced like 30 Rock And those kinds of shows Um, And the storyline is It's the year 2038 And you kind of go to You go on virtual holidays And one of the richest men one of the richest men who partakes in that service goes missing and they all have to go into the virtual world to save them. Zane's giving me a really bizarre look. Oh, God, what did you think?
0: Sorry, I just phased out as I was like, yep, this is all right. This is, this is what I remember about it. Um, I think I don't like full cast audio dramas. I think like I ensemble
2: think, cast, or
0: as in like every character has their own voice. Oh, sort of so thing.
2: like non narration. Yeah, oh, I, they're my favorite. Damn it. Well,
0: I, I'm not sure this is produced very well. Um, and they got that sweet audible money, like... all the performances are great. Uh, but for me, it felt like an SNL sketch, or uh, more to more to the point, a uh, like a. Thirty Rock special episode, which I uh, was
2: so into. I'm sorry, but and yes. that's the thing.
0: I would watch this as a TV show. You're easily, right. Yes, but this di- it, it it was it was difficult for me to keep up with. Yeah, and oh, a lot of the point. gags didn't didn't hit because it was audio only. Um, and I think can you, so you this imagine is... some
2: of the cool ass visuals that exactly. they would have in this TV mm, show yeah. though? Ah,
0: this sounds this kind of uh kind of like a big mouth. Yeah. animation yeah. vibes yeah um so there's
2: like Jason Sudeikis and Paula Pell and and Jack McBrayer I mean,
0: that's the thing all the cast is you recognize their voices yeah. from 30 Rock and from SNL yeah um like this is if you're into this thing like if I'd listened to this I would 100% have recommended it to you yeah. um I just think this is a text that it, I would watch a tv show of this but uh the jokes didn't Hit okay, ads, as Amazon. Well as they could have. You're
2: listening clearly because <laughs> you know Jeff Bezos, big fan of ours. Question mark. Send us money, please. Um, <laughs> make a TV show out of this, please.
0: Yeah, Nick.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I said I I said in my notes this is just a really shit backdoor episode for Thirty Rock.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like. The cast is really strong I can't stand Jack McBriar He has no range whatsoever No he
2: doesn't But that's what I love about him Um, Which makes
1: him (laughs) fucking annoying I don't don't mind him as Kenneth Because he's Kenneth Yeah that's it. But he's also
0: Kenneth in this.
1: He yeah, is Kenneth is say, in he's Kenneth literally just Kenneth in Isn't this. Isn't he
2: literally like, I can't remember, he's like the fucking assistant in this yeah. as well? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, he's Kenneth.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like for me, like John Lutz, like leans way too heavily on just tropes that we've seen for eight years at 30 Rock and in SNL. And I'm just like, this is See, just- Maybe a, it just hit this, my
2: nostalgia bone because I was just like, oh my God, I'm back. I love them. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean
1: like, again, don't get me wrong. The actual cast is, is incredible and it is impeccably produced, but I was just like, this is- Honest, I, I was like, I fucking hate this. The moment the moment I heard Jack McBride, I was like, great. You
0: didn't uh, see him on the cover art? Uh,
1: no, no, I know. He's literally in the front, I know, I know, right but I on was, the front. No, but to be honest, I had faith that he would present differently to me. And yeah. I'm going to
2: try and brainstorm because I am positive that I have seen him in a role where he hasn't been Kenneth so and I can't remember what, what I it is. He, he was a
0: villain in something and he was kind of like an effete southern villain and it wasn't oh. it wasn't not kenneth but it was not kenneth enough yeah like it was oh okay yeah it wasn't, oh, okay. kenneth. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: wasn't Ken- look if you're into 30 Rocky, into sketches and stuff this honestly probably tickles that bone this did not <laughs> i would I've not have got been surprised in- if this was yeah. a,
0: a spin yeah. out of a, yeah. of an snl pitch yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: or if it was actually like honestly like uh, if it was basically just a cutaway gag for Alec Baldwin pitching a show to NBC. Like, that's honestly... See, uh,
2: and I'm into that. Look, yeah, honestly, honestly I've, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live for a really long time and I've just gotten back into it yeah. again. So maybe that's why this got me yeah. in the right place. And that's the
0: thing. Like, the production <laughs> is great and mm. it has a very specific voice. And if you're into that voice, you'll love it. Yeah. But I, I think it, it was just too... I think it was too high energy for me to accept it as an audio only. It was video. very frenetic.
2: Yeah. Yes. yes and yeah. And the
1: gags. And to be honest, the gags are very—they're easy gags. They're not. They're not particularly smart. They're fucking pretty shitty jokes. They're, I'm not gonna lie. They're
0: writers' room gags. Yeah. Where you, you, yeah. they punch a, punch a, jo- a joke up ten yeah. times.
1: But yeah. if I want to listen to like sharp jokes, I will watch Vapor, I watch Thirty Rock. This honestly is a huge, huge thumbs down for me.
2: <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever recommended something that's been a huge thumbs down. I for don't me. think I've
1: actually disliked anything as much as I have
2: Virtual Love. <gasps> I'll have to
1: go back. Look, maybe I'll go I'm back, not super
2: hurt because I, I did kind of feel like it might miss the mark for you, but I was just in the perfect fucking mood for it yeah. when and I look,
1: listened to it. I, I think also if you look at if you look at this just without critiquing it. It is quite a nice palate cleanser in that it's not true crime, it's not like an audio drama, it is just a comedy show.
2: I like to compartmentalise my existential dread and this is one of those shows where I could listen to it and pretend that nothing was happening. Exactly
0: right. Let's just go on a cruise through several different genres of comedy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Waka waka, everything's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, well, a mixed bag. A mixed bag this week. Yeah. Um, Here's hoping that next week is a bit more positive.
2: Zane, your podcast was the least disliked. Yeah.
0: And I was anticipating oh, no, it to be the be most. We
1: yeah. <laughs> truly really are in 2022. Yeah, here we go. Um,
0: Yeah, if you want to reach out uh, and let us know about your podcast, please do. Uh, You can find us at our home on the web, that's not canon.com forward slash castology, where there's a form that you can fill out. Or you can approach us on social media. Now, I just wanted to find. I should have brought this up. There is. We got a. Uh, we got a a uh, a review that I ah I saved it. I saved it and everything. Next episode, I will be sharing <laughs> a review that oh. someone sent in. It was just really nice. It was really oh, nice. Uh, I, was, I fully
1: expected it to be like they were scathing. I'm like, no, let's go. Okay.
0: I, and I just wanted to share it because, you cool know, uh, if, if someone's kind enough to write in, we will, we will share the review.
2: I 100% yes. Yes,
1: yeah. I like very that. very sweet. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Whatever uh, you said. <laughs> okay, well, that's us for this week. Keep listening to podcasts. I've been Zancy Weber here with... Elizabeth Best. And... Nick Bleaker. Okay. Nick um, was doing a weird face. I He's on.
2: doing, like, hand goggles. binoculars.
0: All right, we're going to keep listening to podcasts. You listen to some podcasts. Everyone's going to be listening to podcasts. It's very podcast-heavy week.
2: That's what we do. <laughs>